The Fitch Bandwagon with Alice Faye and Phil Harris. for hair that is dreamy soft like moonlight and glistening with romantic highlights use Fitch's new cream shampoo. Fitch cream shampoo leaves hair romantically soft and shining. That's because it's made with two beneficial beauty aids purified lanolin and the finest olive oil. Lanolin is used to soften your hair to help overcome dryness. Olive oil is used to bring out sparkling highlights to make hair glisten as though it had been brushed and brushed and brushed. And Fitch Cream Shampoo is so simple to use. Just a dab billows into clouds of rich lather in hard or soft water. To rinse, a swish of plain water and every trace of suds disappears. After shampooing, your hair is wonderfully soft, a joy to arrange. Fitch Cream Shampoo is economical too. Compare its size, compare its low cost. Buy it at drug and toilet goods counters. That's Fitch Cream Shampoo for hair that's soft like moonlight and shining like bright starlight. The F.W. Fitch Company, makers of Fitch Shampoo, presents the Fitch Bandwagon with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. This being an election year, most Americans eagerly scan the morning newspaper for news of their favorite candidates. The Harrises are just as vitally interested. And as we look in, we find Alice and Phil each reading a paper. You know, Phil, according to this article I'm reading, this is a very important political year. We have several good candidates running. Who do you think will win? What does your paper say? Huh? <laughs> I said, who does your paper pick to win? Well, according to this guy, with good pitching, the Dodgers should cop the pennant again. <laughs> oh, Phil, put down the sports page. That's all you ever read. What do you think of Vandenberg? Vandenberg? He needs two more years in the International League. <laughs> Phil, I'm talking about Arthur Vandenberg. He's a presidential candidate. You don't know anything about what's going on in the country today. I doubt if you even know who Stassen, Truman, Taft, and Dewey are. I don't know who... <laughs> Silly girl. Well, who are they? Only the best infield Cincinnati ever had. Well, you don't take any interest in politics at all. I'll bet you're not even going down to the town meeting tonight to help select a new councilman. Why should I? What difference does it make who they elect? It makes a big difference. What would happen if some half-baked nincompoop got into office? Please. <laughs> There's no such person in Encino. I defy you to find me a single half-baked nincompoop in the entire town. Good morning, Philip. <laughs> 
stop looking, Alice. Evil Flegel just came in. Hello, William. Hello, Alice, dear. Oh, I have some wonderful news. Guess what the town council has given me? 24 hours to get out of town. No, they've given me the opportunity to run for town councilman. They want you to run for councilman? Yes. And I want you to come to the meeting tonight and make a speech in my behalf. After all, I can't get up and say nice things about myself, Philip. And neither can I, William. <laughs> what makes you think I'm going to make any speeches for you? It's your duty. And I know you'll be glad to help me get elected when I tell you I'm running on the prohibition reform ticket. <laughs> Oh, you've come to the right boy club. <laughs> Let me get this straight, William. You're running on the prohibition reform ticket and you're calling on Phil to help you? Yes. Oh, brother, have you got a wrong number? <laughs> I'm sure Philip will want to help me when I tell him what I have in mind for the town. I have some wonderful reforms. Oh, I bet they're just ginger peachy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just what are these wonderful reforms, William? Well, I'm going to close the pool parlor and dance hall, have the local movies show only educational films, have a nine o'clock curfew to keep the people off the streets and out of mischief, and impose a ten-mile-an-hour speed limit with no driving at all on Sundays. Well, bless your little blue nose. <laughs> With those reforms, this will be an ideal town. The people will be proud to live here. Oh, you're going to let them live? <laughs> when I institute these reforms, Encino will be the garden spot of the world. Yes, sir, it'll be the prettiest little concentration camp in the country. <laughs> now, see here, Philip, I'm Beat not it, going... Carrie Nation. <laughs> Get lost or I'll give you a double whammy. Right for you, Philip. Bye, Alice. Goodbye, Willie. Alice, look, will you listen to me? We got to stop this guy. If he ever gets elected, he'll ruin the town of Encino. Now, we can't let him get in. Well, I don't know how we can stop him. From what I hear, he's the only one who's running. Well, then we got to find somebody to run against him. But who? Who could we get to run for councilman? Why don't you run, Daddy? Who said that? <laughs> oh, 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 it's you, Phyllis. Hey, where'd you girls come from? We were listening in the other room, and we heard everything Uncle William said. We think you'd make a much better councilman, Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, shucks, kids. <laughs> nah. I couldn't be a politician. Them guys are loud and blustering, always talking about themselves and bragging about how good they are. I ain't that type. You ain't. Nobody ain't. <laughs> what makes you girls think your daddy would make a good councilman? Because our daddy is the smartest man in the whole world. Our daddy is a born leader. Who told you that? Our daddy. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, look, kids, you're exaggerating. I didn't say I was the smartest man in the world. I'm not the only one. There's Professor Einstein, and... <laughs> and there's, um... 
There's, um... Well, I guess there is just the two of us. <laughs> Please run, Daddy. After you're elected councilman, you might become mayor, and then governor, and then you might be elected president of the United States. Me, the president of the United States? Oh, honey, that's ridiculous. President Harris. (laughs) Say, uh, that does have a majestic ring to it. (laughs) Love the sound of that. I can see myself in the White House sitting on my new front porch. Medicating on the problems of state (laughs) Now let me see What should I do about the embargo on Ecuador? May I interrupt, Mr. President? Not now, Margaret, I'm busy (laughs) Go someplace and practice your scales Daddy? Yes, my child Then you'll run for councilman? Who, me, the prez? How dare you suggest that I accept such a lowly office? But, Daddy... Quiet, children, or he'll declare war on you. (laughs) Come on, girls, let's leave him alone until he gets over it. Well, don't worry, I ain't gonna get over it. The kids are right. It's my civic duty to run for councilman, and by gadfrey, I'm gonna do it. (laughs) All I gotta do is make a good original speech at the rally tonight, and I'll be elected. Just a good speech, that's all. Now, let me see. What can I... Oh, I got it. I'm going to get up and say, um... Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers... Come in. Our forefathers came from the Rock Rib Coast of Maine to the sun-kissed shores of California... Hi, Curly. ...to set up a government dedicated to the people, by the people, and for the people. Hi, Curly. These 30 people, high and mighty, came across in covered wagons, fighting Indians and hardships, but were they discouraged... No. They traveled ever onward with a smile on their faces and a song on their lips. A gay and carefree band of pioneers fighting ever onward. Oh, Susanna. Hey. Hey, Frankie. Listen to me. That's it. I got it, Frankie. I got it, and you gave it to me. Don't blame it on me. What you got, you had before I came in. <laughs> Curly, what's happened to you? Have you gone... Gone what? Let me put it this way. <laughs> when you pass a fruitcake, do you have an uncontrollable desire to jump in? <laughs> Listen, Frankie, I'm not nuts. Huh? I was just rehearsing a speech and I can use that song for a finish. It's a great... Fi- you see, Mr. Remley, I'm going into politics. You're going into what? Politics. P-O-L-Y-T-I-X. <laughs> I must admit you got the education for the job. For Councilman of Encino And that song just gave me a wonderful idea, Frankie I'm going to have a singing campaign What kind of a song can you sing for a political campaign? Well, 
wait a minute. I got a great one. It's a, it's a little story with a moral lesson. Well, I'd like to hear it sometime. You're going to hear it right now. <laughs> A preacher went out walking, t'was on one Sunday morn. It was against his religion, but he took his gun along. He shot himself some mighty fine quail and one little measly hare. But on his way returning home, he met a great big grizzly bear. Now the bear got down in the middle of the road on all fours like a great big toad and looked that preacher right square in the eye. And the preacher looked at him and said, bye-bye. Preacher got up, took out to run. The bear right after that preacher did come and he run and he run for about a mile. And the preacher sat down and rested a while. Preacher got up, started again. The bear right after him with more vim and he ran and he ran till he spotted the tree said up on the limb is the place for me bear reached up made a grab for him preacher leaped and he made the limb pulled himself up and turned about cast his eyes to the skies and he did shout oh lord you delivered daniel from the lion's den also delivered jonah from the belly of the whale and then the hebrew children from the fiery furnace so the good book do declare yes lord if you can't help me for goodness sake don't help that bear now just about then that limb let go and the preacher come tumbling down Reached in his pocket, pulled his razor out just before he hit the ground He hit the ground with an awful bang, it was a terrible sight That preacher and the bear and a razor in his hair just a cut and left and right Well they rolled around on the ground, the preacher was up and then he was down The bear let out an awful moan and looked like the preacher was on his own Said if I get out of here alive with that good book, I will abide I'll never sin on Sabbath day and Sunday come, I'll pray and pray to the heavens He did glance at Lord, just give me one more chance Then his suspenders gave away and he knocked that bear ten feet away Preacher got up, made a bound for the tree where he'd be safe and sound Pulled himself up and turned about, cast his eyes in the skies and he did shout Oh Lord, you delivered Daniel from the lion's den Also delivered Jonah from the belly of the whale And then the brute chilling from the fiery furnace So the good book do declare, yes Lord If you can't help me for goodness sakes, don't help that bear Curly, after hearing you sing, I decided you need only two things to get elected. A campaign manager and a singing teacher. <laughs> I'll handle your campaign. Sure, I knew he was only joking. Now look, hmm? we've got to make plans for the rally tonight. Now, Willie's running against me and he's a college man. He's going to make a speech with a lot of big words. Willie, huh? Well, in that case, you'll have to do the same thing. Yeah. But I don't know no big words. <laughs> It's not that I got anything against them. It's just that I've never had no occasion to go near them. Well, you don't have to know them. I'll write your speech for you. Do you know any big words? You're jesting, of course. <laughs> I got words that are so big, Funk has to ask Wagnalls what they mean. <laughs> I'll write the speech later. First, I better coach you on how to conduct yourself on the platform. Main thing you gotta do is appeal to the women. Can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Silly boy. <laughs> Listen, I'll give those names my southern drawl job and I'll have them jumping in the ballot boxes. Hey, you got something there. Women love a southern drawl. Let's hear how you do it. Okay. <clears throat> Go on. <clears throat> Ladies, I'm powerful happy to see you all here, sure enough. 
I know you come to vote for me. And if you elect me, I'm going to show my appreciation by hugging each and every one of you. Thank you, kissing Jim Folsom. <laughs> Julius. Colonel Remley, eject this Yankee. <laughs> yeah. I'll beat it, Bull Weaver, before I separate your Mason from your Dixon. <laughs> What's going on here? Did I make a mistake and walk into the Amos and Andy show? <laughs> what are you two guys doing anyway? All right, all right. If you must know, grocery boy, I'm rehearsing a speech. You see, kid, I'm running for a high political office. <laughs> All right, it ain't funny. I happen to be running for councilman of Encino. <laughs> what am I laughing at? I live in Encino. <laughs> About this, are you, Mr. Harris? Certainly I'm serious. And I'm going to be elected, too. Please. <laughs> Please, Mr. Harris, don't do it. This little town means everything to me. I was born and raised here. We've all worked hard to make this the best little community in the country. So please, say you ain't gonna run and louse up our lovely little boy. <laughs> Committee ever allow your name on the ballot? Holy smoke. Hey, I forgot to tell him I'm running. I'll call now and let him know. I'll be right back, huh? Hey, Frankie. What? Um, entertain Julius. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hate him, Mr. Memory. Entertain me. <laughs> Because it's an easy job and it pays a big salary? Of course not. He would... Big salary? <laughs> easy job? Yeah. Yeah, my uncle's a councilman in Glendale. He does very little work and he gets $5,000 a year. 5000 a year? I only make half that much playing the guitar for Curly. <laughs> I wonder if I could... Mr. Remley, are you thinking of double-crossing Mr. Harris? How dare you! <laughs> what do you think I am, a rat? I ain't saying, but if I was a piece of rope for it, your nose would start twitching. <laughs> so long, Mickey. <laughs> A nerve of that kid thinking I'd double-cross Curly for 5000 a year. After all, what's 5000 It's only... It's only... <laughs> Wish my nose would stop twitching. <laughs> of course, Curly doesn't need the job, and I do. I wonder how I can frame him to make sure he doesn't get... Wait a minute. 
I'm going to write his speech. That'll do it. Hey, Frankie, oh. I just, uh, look, uh, hmm? I just spoke to the election committee and they accepted my name. Fine. Now, all you got to do is go home and write me a good speech and nobody else will have a Chinaman's chance of being elected. Yeah, well, so long, Ching Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, look, Remley, don't forget to bring the speech with you. I'll bring it. Yeah, good. Oh, I'm as good as elected already. Well, Phil, have you come to your senses and decided not to run for councilman? Not only am I going to run, I'm going to win. Frankie's going to write my speech, and then I'm... Hey. Hey, you know something? You can help me tonight, honey. You can sing at the rally for me. Well, if you're determined to go through with it, all right. What do you want me to sing? How about that number you were rehearsing yesterday? That ought to get it. That's a swell job. Oh, you mean this one? I may be wrong, but I think you're wonderful I may be wrong, but I think you're swell I like your style, say, I think it's marvelous I'm always wrong, so how can I tell? All of my things are unsightly All of my rings are a crime If dear in you I picked rightly It's the very first time You came along, say I think you're wonderful I think you're grand But I may be wrong Well, I like your style, say, I think it's marvelous, but I can't see, so how can I tell? Deuces to us are all aces, life is to me just a bore, faces are all open spaces, you might be Gregory Peck, you came along, say, I you're wonderful. I think you're grand. Say, I know that I can't be certainly made an intelligent speech, didn't he, fellas? Ah, it was nothing. Wait till you hear Curly's speech. Yeah, but you better give me that speech, Remley. I'm on next. Hey, uh... Huh? Did, uh... Did you use big words? Did I? <laughs> Look at these. Disparaging. Malefiescence. Collusion. Metamorphosis. <laughs> oh, they were pretty little things, ain't they? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Remley, uh... What? They're all clean, ain't they? <laughs> of course they are. You got nothing to worry about, Curly. I brought the boys in the band along to whoop it up for you. Wait till you hear the rousing reception they give you when you're introduced. Oh, thanks, Frankie. You think of everything. Yeah, I'm lucky to have you on my side. And now, think... ladies and gentlemen, I give you our next candidate, a man you all know and love, Mr. Phil Harris. Thank you for that rousing reception. 
<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen of Encino, first I would like to state my qualifications for office. I am a man of disparaging character who is capable of manifestance and collusion. <laughs> and as you know, the integrity of most candidates is not to be questioned. However, if I'm elected, I assure you that at all times my integrity will be questionable. <laughs> no other candidate can make that statement. <laughs> Most politicians are members of the intelligentsia, but I am happy to say that I claim no membership in such a subversive group. <laughs> Now, when the time comes to vote tonight, I want you all to do your duty, especially you women. Get up and vote, ladies. Exercise your franchise. <laughs> Don't walk around with a flabby franchise. <laughs> and so when you vote, there is only one man for you to vote for, and that man is Frankie Ramlin. Frankie Ramley? Thank you, Mr. Harris. Oh, now, wait it's a minute, Ramley. You, you, you wrote your name in there, and you're not going to... Sorry, Curly, my public demands a speech. Ladies and gentlemen, when you vote for me... Hold it, Ramley, you're not going to do this. I assure you that you'll get the best man available. I said stop that, Because Frankie. I am the only man who will give you honest administration. Will you get out of there, Ladies and gentlemen, the committee has just counted the votes, and our new councilman is Mr. Frank Remley. Oh. Remley, let me tell you something, you double crosser. I'm sorry this had to happen, Curly. Now that I'm in public office, I can no longer work in your band. Well, that also teaches me a lesson. That's the last time I'll ever trust a left-handed guitar player. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. Remley, on being elected our new councilman. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, <clears throat> I don't like to hound you, but I've been in office two minutes already, and I haven't seen any sign of my salary. <laughs> of course, you don't have to give me the whole 5000 at once. 5000 Mr. Remley, councilman of Encino is an honorary job. All it pays is $1 a year. <laughs> All I get is a duck. Where do I go to get impeached? <laughs> well, it looks like you've been duped, Counsy Malafiefs. Bill will be back in just a moment. Tonight, the Fitch Company announces a brand-new combination offer to give you dandruff-free hair and easier shampooing. Offer includes Fitch's dandruff remover shampoo and a handy five-foot rubber spray for rinsing. Both are available at a big savings to you. You get, first, a regular-sized bottle of Fitch's dandruff remover shampoo, the only shampoo guaranteed to remove both unsightly and unseen dandruff with the first application. Second... You get the rubber spray for easier rinsing when shampooing or in the bath. Spray has an extra long, five-foot hose with adjustable faucet attachment. Special design prevents splashing, saves time and energy. You can feel it doing a better job of rinsing as the 91 needle-like jets of water stream through your hair and over your scalp. 
For dandruff-free hair, use the spray with Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Yes, for dandruff-free hair and quick, thorough shampoos for your whole family, get Fitch's Shampoo and Spray Combination Offer now. Regular $2 value, only $1.19. That's right, a $2 value for only $1.19. At all drug counters, ask for Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo and Spray Combination Offer. Available for limited time in United States only. Fitch is spelled F-I-T-C-H. Folks, this is Phil Harris again. Next Sunday is our last program of this season. You've been so nice to us all year that Alice and I would like to have you join us next Sunday for our last program of this year. Thank you, and we'll be with you next week. Good night, everybody. For dandruff-free hair and easier shampooing, get Fitch's shampoo and rinsing spray combination offer right away. Offer includes Fitch's dandruff remover shampoo and the handy spray for rinsing, a $2 value, only $1.19. For a limited time only, Bill Foreman speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.